Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Short, Pale, and Handsome Podcast. I am your boy, the host with the least amount of most, Lloyd Lee. Uh, uh, today is Monday, October 29th. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with the last Monday of my birthday month, the last Monday of October. And we are for sure in the tail end of the year. November, December, and half of those times we're in some sort of holiday. We got Thanksgiving coming up, and then we got Christmas into the new year, and then it's all the acquaintance be forgot and never come to mind. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. This has been a uh, this has been a phenomenal year. I've had. Uh, many, many good things to say, but this weekend has been a gem. I'm telling you, a beautiful gem of a weekend. There's been highs, and then there's more highs, and then there's more highs. Like, I celebrated my birthday, and uh, we talked about that last week, and it ended up with me throwing up in the parking garage in Georgetown somewhere. On all fours. Like, I don't know who throws up on all fours, but I do. You know, got out of the car, got on all fours, and then uh, I was uh, praying to the cement gods of the parking garage. Yeah. And uh, that was like, you know, oh, that's, that means you had a good birthday. Yes, that was a good birthday. I don't like throwing up as an adult, but uh, it happens, right? So I did it. It's done. And I thought that that was the highlight of my life you are the sunshine of my life but the day got better not that day the week got better the month got better there's so much things to talk about let's go backwards shall we let's go with the thing that had to do with me let's talk about the thing that deals with me the least but brings me a lot of joy we're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about the red Sox people I was afraid. I was petrified. Uh, I didn't know if I could watch the whole series and um, and not be uh, be sad. Now, this is definitely by definition the uh, the the effects, the after effects of trauma of uh, watching a team for so many years. And growing up, you know, all of my formative years, my first one of my first memories of watching the Red Sox lose in 86, 85, 86, 85, 86. I would go with 86 to the Mets, Bill Buckner. Right. And then uh, and then it was uh, all good years that never did anything. And then uh, I didn't see the Red Sox win anything until 04. I was 24. It was amazing. And then 07. And then 2013. And then uh, 2018. I feel like I missed one in there somewhere, right? Did I? No. Four years? Five years? Five? Uh, I'm fucking losing my mind, people. Definitely. Definitely. Four four championships yes 04 07 13 18 yes okay sorry people i had to think about that i had a brain fart but i have i was watching the whole world series 
and I'm the Debbie Downer. I am a Red Sox fan. I watched the majority of the 108 wins, and I didn't say anything about it because I just fear. I fear that childhood fear of like a joy being stolen away from me. And I just didn't say much. I didn't say. So through the whole World Series, I just didn't say too much. And then when I watched in, uh, there was a game uh, where it was uh, historically the longest World Series game ever. It was longer, the single game, than the playtime of a couple different World Series. Maybe it was just one World Series, right? But 18 innings, that's two games, basically. And I'm watching it, and then I watched Ian Kinsler botch a ground ball, fairly routine, awkward angle, botches it. No, he catches, uh, he, he he grounds it out, right? And then he botches the throw to first, and then that was what brought in a run. And if he didn't botch the throw but still didn't get the out, it would have been fine because the ball did, wouldn't have passed the first baseman and the run wouldn't have scored. But I thought that was the beginning of the end. It went 18 innings, and the Red Sox lose to a solo home run in the 18th inning. And I thought... I thought Ian Kinsler was going to be the new Bill Buckner, and boy, was I wrong. Warm up the duck boats. There's going to be a parade in Boston on Wednesday. Sweet Caroline and uh, Muddy Waters all the way through the week. Sweet Caroline, bum, bum, bum. Red Sox never look so good. So good. So good. So good. Historically, they are probably the best Red Sox team to ever have taken the field, ever. And I was very proud. I didn't cry because, you know, I didn't play and I didn't really invest much more than a hundred bucks into the season. But it was great to see. uh, It was great to see it. It was great to watch it. It was great. And I figure, hey, you know, since I've been out in D.C., I've been wearing the Dodgers hat for a while because I like the hat. It's iconic. It tells people I have, you know, I spend time in L.A. because I'm not from L.A. But I'm re- most recently from LA. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm com- this is coming from a kid that's never left New England. I've never left Red Sox Nation. And then I moved to LA and I was that Boston douchebag that had to let everybody know that I'm from Boston, kid. Dude, I'm from fucking Boston. Where are you from? And um, and then I moved to LA. I'm uh, sorry, and then I moved from LA to DC. And for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I look good in fucking blue. I don't know. So I will, I've been wearing a Dodger hat because I was like, oh, what's the likelihood of the Dodgers really going to the World Series? Uh, spoiler alert, the two years I've been here, they've been there twice. So fuck me, right? And then I figure, hey, what's the likelihood of Red Sox going to the World Series? And what the fuck is that noise? Ah, it's my rice cooker. Lloyd's cooking rice. Sorry, guys. I heard something whistling. You probably heard it. Maybe you didn't. But uh, I heard it over my headphones, and I didn't know what was going on. But if you heard it and you're curious, it's my rice cooker. 
I got a fancy Japanese one where it plays, I don't know, some childhood melody. Melody It changes. Sometimes it's Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, and sometimes it's something I don't know. And it might have been something I didn't know this time. But uh, going back, I was like, what's the likelihood of the Red Sox going to the World Series and facing the Dodgers? It happened. The whole time when I was in L.A., I was like, I'm from Boston. They go, fuck Boston. The Red Sox suck. Dodgers for life is what everyone would tell me. And I was like, I don't think you understand how baseball works. National League West, American League East, interleague play. Nobody fucking cares about that shit, right? But now, now I get it. Now they have a reason to hate Boston fans because we're a bunch of douchebags at the ravine. But it was so exciting to see them win. They, they were spraying champagne in Cesar Chavez ravine. And for something, the douchebag in me says yes. Some people go, oh, we should celebrate at home. And I go, nay, celebrate in one of the third Maybe the fifth iconic ballparks. <laughs> I'm being an asshole. Uh, but yeah, Fenway, Wrigley, Yankee Stadium. Okay, fourth. The fourth most iconic baseball field in all of baseball. The Cesar Chavez Ravine. Um, I think that's more fulfilling. Like It's cool, I think, to win at home, but it's way cooler to win uh away i think um but then again i'm talking like i was actually there i wasn't there i didn't play i know i know you're like wait you didn't play for the red sox i didn't i didn't play a single no nothing i didn't i wasn't even invited to spring training i get it but i'm speaking like i was but it's fine i'm not getting a ring uh because i don't want to pay the taxes on it uh but yeah that's that was like very exciting very very exciting and um i got to witness history the most uh, the best Red Sox team to ever take the field, most likely, was this one, and I will have seen everything. I will have seen everything that I could possibly want to watch my Red Sox do. So maybe I'm on, maybe I'm on the hunt. Maybe, just maybe, I'm gonna pick up another team. I think I've said this before. I tried watching other teams um, religiously, and. Um, it's a it's a work in progress. So I'm thinking about I'm thinking about watching another team. Who's your team? Tell me who you watch, and uh, if it's not the Yankees and it's not the Red Sox, and you have a compelling argument to why your team is awesome, and I should watch it, maybe I will just dedicate my um, dedicate my life to watching that. If not, then I'm watching the Nationals. And God save me on that one because I'm not watching the Orioles. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. So uh, that was exciting. Uh, congratulations to the 2018 World Championship Boston Red Sox. I tip my cat to. I tip my cap to you, um, and I thank you for the great season and all of the memories. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was last night. That was last night. And the thing that pissed me off is this: I ordered a World Series baseball Red Sox cap, right? I ordered a Red Sox World Series baseball hat the second they clinched the World Series spot so I could wear it during the World Series. It's the Boston Red Sox hat fitted 
and it had the World Series badge on the side. Very much, if not exactly like they wear on the field. I don't buy baseball caps too often. I buy one every year, maybe every other year, depending on the condition, right? But this is a reason to buy a new one. I bought it from, of all places, I bought it from Lids. I bought it from a place whose only mission in life is to sell baseball hats. And they weren't even good at that. I haven't even received it. I had to go into the store on the game day of game one and buy it because they hadn't even shipped my hat yet. I get notification uh, three days ago that I'm going to get my hat on the 30th. And if all... If all shit broke loose, that would have been game seven. But guess what? It didn't freaking even get to game seven. So I would have been out of a hat to not wear during the World Series. And um, lids, you're fucking horrible is basically what I'm saying. Like I bought a hat. That's what you guys sell, right? Hats? You, you sell hats? I bought a hat online. So I didn't have to go into the store thinking, oh, I've got about five days to get it. Before game one, I didn't get it. I had to go into store, which defeats the purpose of buying it online. I don't know. Have you ever been to Woodlids lately? Shit is a mess. Nah, they're not a mess. I'm just angry. I just get angry when I buy something online from someone that sells some shit, thinking that, hey, this is probably your forte. You should probably be good at selling this shit, and uh, the shit fucking failed. So now I'm waiting for the hat to come in so I can fucking return it, and exchange it for a World Series champion hat, not because I should own one of those, but because I'm just angry. Um, and buying things makes me happy. So uh, if you guys are wondering, and you're probably not, it's a seven and three eighths low profile hat. That's the size that I wear. That is what I enjoy. And uh, that's where we are at. So shout out to Lids for being fucking raining on my parade for just making my life inconvenient and yes i know it's a first world problem i'm just saying if i have saved up the money to buy something from someone that solely sells this shit and you're not even good at that i get it i get that you guys are going to be the way of the dodo and i will not be any happier when it happens because i am spiteful and uh, i feel like you've done me wrong because now i got to go into the store and fucking return it. And you're not even going to have the hat that I want. Because that's going to be after next season. I don't know. I'm just being angry. So that was that was exciting. Uh, on Saturday, Saturday? On Saturday, I had two things action-packed. My wife's friend, and uh, I guess it's my friend. Yeah, she's my friend. Uh, and her fiancé. Um, I guess he's my friend. Yeah, he's my friend. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm having. Str- I don't know why I'm struggling with uh, these titles. But uh, a friend of mine was getting married. Uh, they'd gotten married and had a small ceremony, but this was like the Korean side of it. This was like uh, the big gathering. It was a very small gathering for the first wedding. Um, they had to do it for family reasons, you know. Um. So this one was uh, a big gathering. It was the Smorgasbord. It was the event. Uh, so that was on Saturday. Uh, we get up. We um, 
we go check into the hotel. My my wife is doing her makeup and I'm hanging out with him. He's Korean, she's Filipino, just like my wife. You know, Filipinos find each other. They just find each other. You could put three Filipinos uh, spread them across a state, and they will find each other. My wife found this Filipino. Now they are Filipinos together. And uh, he's Korean, which is funny because now we all have the same last name. Uh, he's a Lee. I'm a Lee. She's now a Lee. My wife is a Lee. And we are all a bunch of fucking Lees. <sighs> that has nothing to do with anything. But they got married and uh, it was like the Korean ceremony. Uh, we had to leave because uh, I had volunteered. Uh, I had donated my time to perform for the AA lead uh, gala event. And um, in my mind, I think I undersold myself on this event. I thought it was going to be, you know, a nice little fundraiser. It was going to be um, a nice little gala event. And it was so much more than that. Uh, the, the, the meal was amazing. Um, the community was amazing. Like I, you, I throw the, the term around Asian excellence, Asian caliber excellence. I do because I feel like that is, uh, what I, uh, what I want to be part of, but to see all of these successful Asians in one room and not Hollywood fit, not Hollywood successful, like successful in life. Like, on any scale of the imagination, successful. And that was not something I was prepared for mentally or emotionally. You know, you've got, uh, we had two TV anchors, uh, TV news anchors. We had, like, doctors. We had lawyers. We had um, just phenomenal pillars of the community. And for whatever reason, I just mentally wasn't prepared for it. And I got a little emotional. I got, like... Little feels like, oh shit, this is what it would have been like if I had goals in life. I would be more successful. So I had donated my time and um, I, I did, uh, I closed out the set. Uh, I closed out the whole uh, gala event with like, you know, 10, 15 minutes of comedy. And uh, I was touched. I was touched to be part of it. Uh, it was great to see a buddy of mine. Um, you can check him out. His name is Arthur. Uh, on Instagram, it is the, let's see, what is this, at Korean Basquiat, and he's a phenomenal painter, and I got to meet him at AwesomeCon, he was on one of the panels, he's a phenomenal guy, he donated one of his pieces of work, which fetched a ridiculous amount of money, um, and overall, we, you know, uh, a lot of money was raised. It was for a good cause. I, I, I couldn't be more happier with donating my time for uh, any... I couldn't have been happier donating my time to any other organization. Uh, AA Lead, A-A-L-E-A-D. AA Lead is Asian American Leadership, uh, Youth Leadership. So basically m providing mentors uh, to Asian American and Hispanic kids in uh, public schools in the Washington, D.C. area for... Uh, underprivileged kids, um, kids in poverty, kids that uh, are from immigrant families, you know, people who actually need this. And uh, I was very proud to be part of it. I didn't realize how much it was going to affect me. Like, I didn't realize, I don't know, 
uh, I live in a sheltered world. I live in uh, a world with blinders. I go, oh yeah, that seems like a good thing to put on my resume. I think it's a good, it's a good cause, but just the effect uh, affected me. <laughs> if that makes any sense, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still uh, stumbling over my words because I, I don't think I can. I haven't grasped the scope of. Um, of the event and we raised so much money there was a silent auction there was a 50 50 raffle which uh we raised a lot of money on and um the dinner was amazing and the people were amazing and uh there's nothing more that i want to do than uh donate more of my time to whatever i can uh for this so definitely check them out aalee.org it was um it was a phenomenal time so i did i did like 15 minutes set uh, there was like almost 400 people there. Uh, age groups were all over the place. You know, young 25 professionals uh, all the way up to uh, leaders of industry. You know, uh, and to do comedy in front of, I don't know, millionaires? To do uh, comedy in front of professionals, lifelong professionals, uh, it, was, uh, it was a little... I don't want to say daunting, but you go, okay, make sure you don't swear, uh, make sure your content's clean. And um, when I was up there, it was like, a, it was a big venue. There's pictures of it on my Instagram, Loy Lee Comedy. Uh, you could definitely check out, like, you know, it's 400 seater. It's at the Ronald, Ra- uh, the Ronald Reagan building, which was amazing. But <laughs> so I'm up there. And uh, I can't really see much because of the spotlights. It's dark. So, I, you know, I go to my set. I'm talking. And it's silent up there. And, you know, so I'm getting a little nervous. I'm, you know, trying to find something, trying to find some foothold. I'm out there grasping for straws, uh, going through, you know, hit, hitting marks, hitting jokes. And uh, it was just kind of like I, I'm getting laughs, kind of. Go, ah, ah, ah. He was like, oh, this is, I guess this is the Asian crowd. You know, they're just, uh, they're just not there for comedy. And it's at the end, so I get it. Uh, the dessert's already been, you know, the dessert's uh, been served. The coffee's been served. And now we're just waiting to punt, right? We're just waiting to get out of there. So I'm up there. I do 15, 10, 15 minutes, and, uh, which was all they asked me to do. And I get off, and uh, I just looked at my wife and go, yikes, that was rough. Uh, I, I looked at the host and go, yikes. She goes, oh, no, that shit was hilarious. And, you know, that's some things that you just expect them to go, oh, yeah, 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 No, it's good, it's good. And then uh, I, I get off stage and uh, I look at my wife and go, yikes. And she goes, no, that shit was, you fucking crushed it. You were getting laughs. And I was like, I, I couldn't hear any laughs. She's like, yeah, because it's so big. And that's for whatever reason, like, I've done big venues before. I've done theaters. And it's like a rolling laugh, you know, it's like, but this was for whatever reason, I just couldn't hear anybody really laughing. So, um, you know, she's like, no, like people were really laughing. You just couldn't hear them, which is never really good. Like, oh yeah, no, no, we were laughing just on the inside. Like, yeah, the jokes were hilarious. We were laughing. Just you couldn't hear us is never really a good way to describe anything. That's like a motivational self-esteem booster um yeah we love it it was hilarious we just weren't laughing is basically what it sounded like and uh and then you know she was like no you you did good you're up there you owned it all of that and it 
my wife doesn't really come out and see me often because it's the same stuff and you know it's just uh, I try to take her out to the gala events. I try to take her to the events that are worth going to, and uh, she was like, "No, that was man, you did it," and that's some shit that you don't tell your husband. You tell your husband like, "Oh yeah, you did a good job," you know, which is to save his feelings to make him not cry on the way home and make it awkward all the way home and she goes no you you went out there and you did it like that was no bullshit so i was like okay good 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 you know people come out shaking my hand at afterward they were like taking pictures afterward it was great uh but then when i listened to the audio you know from my from my wife's phone it was like oh okay they were laughing i just need to remember that next time uh next time it it is such a, a a bigger venue and um you know, it, after hearing the audio, which because I record everything, uh, after hearing the audio, you go, oh, maybe maybe I was on the, on the right track. Maybe that is what I was supposed to be doing. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, that made me feel good, you know, uh, to be part of that, to do a set, to do well in a set and not offend anybody and not fuck up and not. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's the Asian me. Maybe the Asian me is like I've got a high expectation, low expectation, like a really weird like don't fuck up, but you know, just you know, don't fuck up. You know, it's like a weird it's a weird uh window of acceptance. So, but no, I, I had a good time and uh I definitely want to be back and I'm really grateful for AA Lead to bring me in and have faith in me and I was really really excited to be um to prove that I could do a clean set in front of people professionals that didn't know me make people that I don't know laugh so that was good that was a really really good time and then uh after the set after the gala we went to uh we went back to the wedding uh, we missed the majority of it. We missed the dinner because we ate at the gala, but we went back to the hotel for the after party. And, uh, I met, uh, one of, uh, the, one of the bride's cousins from Boston. So obviously we, we hit it off and this was game four and I walked in and it was score was tied. And uh, as soon as I walk in, um, they take the lead, which was awesome. Right. It was like, uh, what was it? six six five four four it was four four when i walked in and then and then we took a two run lead three run lead and uh i met her cousin who was from boston he was drunk phil admits that he was drunk and he was like live streaming he was live streaming on something and he was just like out there talking and mumbling and they kept on pointing the camera and i you know like well i'm excited so i'll just talk you know uh, do that live stream shit like oh yeah the boston's the house blah, 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 blah. red Sox, check me out louis lee comedy but uh, the short pale and handsome podcast all of this right i'm out here promoting us people and um i asked him like hey what's uh what is the app that you're using because it didn't look like uh didn't look like li- uh, facebook live it didn't look like uh instagram live and he goes oh it's something called como k-u-m-u which is como, como, uh, like in Tagalog, como stana, you know? My Tagalog is hor- horrible, I get it, but that's what it is. And he goes, oh, no, this is like the new app. It's all for Filipinos. It's predominantly Filipinos worldwide. And uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll have to download it. And um, fast forward, um, 
to the hangover brunch. Uh, we show up, and uh, he's like, he, he he ended up like telling me about how he's like involved in it, and I should definitely join it. And I was like, yeah, well, a buddy of mine, Eric Esteban, was telling me about it, and uh, but he's like, yeah, no, I'm involved like with the founders and all of that. And I was like, oh, that's that's really so. Now what I'm trying to say is I am going to be putting out exclusive content on Como. Uh, K-U-M-U, it's an app on uh, Android and Instagram, oh sorry, no, Android and Apple, and it is a, um, it's a live stream service, and uh, it's free, so definitely download it, it's for Filipinos, anyone, everyone's welcome, but it's uh, connecting the Filipino community, and uh, that is something I want to give back to, I want to be part of, I want to dig deep into, and uh, that is where you will find me, Loyly Comedy on, um, on Kumo. And all of uh, your social media websites. That's L-O-Y-L-E-E Comedy, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Como. So I will get that going. And also Loyally Comedy on Patreon. That is going live. And uh, if you want to throw me a couple shekels, keep uh, the lights on. That would be more than great. Wait, I would be more than grateful for that. So uh, Patreon, uh, Como, Instagram, Facebook, uh, not on Tinder. Not on blackpeoplemeet.com. Yeah, so that's where that is. So um, that was exciting. And uh, there's pictures. Did I put pictures? I didn't put pictures of the pig. We went and got a pig, uh, a lechon, if you will. And it's a full-size pig. It's a full pig. We brought it to the the brunch. It was delicious. And uh, that was definitely the other highlight of my weekend so i mean it was a trifecta it was a wedding it was a world series and it was uh an experience in my life that i i don't think of value and of um uh sentimental value i i don't think i've matched so great weekend great way to close out my birthday month great way to close out uh the year and uh i'm excited so uh thank you for listening thank you for listening to me ramble i know i just talk a lot of shit and um i i know i'm not really going anywhere because i don't know i just want some more emails shoot me an email uh ask me some questions let me know what you think uh tell me if i'm good tell me if i'm bad tell me where i need to be fixed okay i I can tell you where i need to be fixed Uh, i'm gonna start with my dad but if you have suggestions you have uh, questions, comments, and or concerns. If you want love advice, which I tell dick jokes for a living, I don't know if you really want love advice from a guy that tells dick jokes for a living, but I will do it. Full disclaimer, I am not certified in life or certified in life advice. So, uh, but I'd be willing to do that for you. So shoot me an email, loyleecomedy at gmail.com. Uh, I will be more than happy to answer your questions uh, give you advice, or whatever it is, whatever your heart desires. Because if not, then I'm just going to start reading off of Reddit, uh, subreddits, Reddits, Reddits, subreddits, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. But um, thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. It does. This is a phenomenal outlet for me to uh, dig deep into how I feel and hopefully make me a better person. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a movement by myself, but when we're together, I'm a force. I'm a force when we're together, I think is how the song lyrics go. Uh, I'm good old by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. 
right? Is that what the... I don't know. Fuck it, Lloyd. Just give up. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Please rate this wherever you found this. Um, if you found it on uh, Stitcher, Podcast Addicts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you found it, please rate this. Um, I don't care if it's one stars or five stars or four stars, whatever it is, please rate it. I do take it seriously. Leave some comments. Um, reach out to me. I want to be friends. I do. I really, really do. If you're going to dedicate time to me, I want to dedicate time to you. So please um, reach out. I love you guys. And thank you for listening. And um, I'll see you in November.